Want to get in front of more of your ideal clients and grow your audience without spending money on ads? Listen to this episode. I'm going to break down six different ways to get more visible in front of your dream clients. So stay tuned. What change becomes possible when 100,000 people are impacted by your work? This question came to me one day and I have been working to find the answer ever since. Hi, I'm Jess and I help online course creators amplify their influence and create a movement with their message. And on this podcast, I am sharing the simple strategies and systems to help you impact more people with your programs so you can create quantum growth in your industry. You are listening to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Hey there, and welcome back to the Quantum Course Creator Podcast. Jess here, and today I am talking all about visibility. One of the biggest mistakes that I see people make when they become an expert or a course creator is creating this amazing course and then selling to the audience that they currently have, and then not having a consistent way of bringing in new people into their audience. And I'm in so many different groups of course creators, and I've seen this within my own clients, that what happens is your first launch ends up being great, right? Your audience is really warm. They want a solution from you. They are ready for it. And then you go through your launch and you have a great conversion rate. You're like, yes, this is amazing. I'm going to do this again. Then three months down the road, you launch your program again and basically crickets. And it's because you already launched to your existing audience and you didn't bring in more people who were uh, nurtured and brought in in the same way that that original audience was. So if you want to continue to make an impact and continue to bring in sales, it goes to, or it serves to show, or stands to reason, there's the word I was looking for, it stands to reason that you have to bring in more people and nurture them before that sale happens, right? So then the question becomes, well, how do I get in front of more people? And I feel like visibility has become kind of a buzzword, but truly being more visible and getting in front of more people is really the key to keep your funnel going. Let's imagine your funnel is like a fire. We talked about how your content is like a fire a few episodes ago, but let's imagine your your funnel is like a fire. If you don't keep putting wood in the fire, it will eventually burn out. And so it is the source of that fuel, the fuel in your funnel, that's going to keep sales moving through, that's going to keep people getting the desired outcome that you help them get, right? And so getting visible and getting more people into your pipeline and helping more people growing your audience, these are all really big parts of growing and scaling your online course. And one of the most effective ways to scale an online course, once you have it and establish that it's a converting funnel, is Facebook ads. I love Facebook ads. I have used Facebook ads almost my entire business. I started with them early because I believed in the power of them. However, I also understand that using Facebook ads requires a little bit of a learning curve. Oftentimes there's a large investment in an ads manager if you don't want to learn how to do them yourself. And so it isn't necessarily accessible for a lot of people. The good news is there are dozens and dozens of ways to get in front of your ideal audience without using paid ads. And on today's episode, I'm going to break down six different ways to get in front of your dream clients without having to pay for advertising. This episode is actually coming from a call that I had with one of my one-on-one clients, and we were brainstorming ways to grow her audience. She has this really warm audience, and she has a very well-converting program, but we wanted to continue to intentionally 
only increase her visibility so that moving forward, her funnel continues to convert. And so on my call with her, I scribbled down six different ways that you can get more visible. And in our call, we discussed how specifically in her business to implement that. And as I was chatting with her, I was like, you know what, this would make a great podcast episode. So this one is coming directly from a call I had with a client of mine. And I'm going to share these six ways with you on today's episode. So let's go ahead and dig right in. The first way that I want to talk about is being a guest on someone's podcast. I actually have an episode a little ways back where I had a guest on my podcast who talked all about this. And in that episode, she shared a really amazing guide on how to pitch yourself to podcasts. So if you don't remember that one or you haven't listened to it, go back and listen to episode 86, which is how to reach your ideal client without ads with Lisa. That episode is a really great guide to getting on podcasts and being a guest on other people's podcasts. So this one is pretty simple, right? Find podcasts that have your ideal audience and then reach out to the podcaster and position yourself as a solution for their audience, right? We as podcasters, I could speak to this. I've been podcasting for over two years straight. We just want to provide value to our audience, right? And if you have something that will provide value to my audience that fits a gap that I currently do not fill, I am more than happy to lend you my audience. I am more than happy to provide value to my audience in the form of endorsing you as an expert. And so your audience listens to other podcasters. And even if you have, even if you don't have a podcast, you can position yourself as an expert by speaking on somebody's podcast. Not only does this position you as an expert to your audience because they're like, man, so-and-so is on this podcast. That's amazing. They really know their stuff, but it also gets you in front of the podcaster's audience. And this can be a huge benefit if those people fall within the realm of your ideal client, right? They have the problem that you solve. And so I recommend listening to episode 86. That'll help you out a lot. But the first place to start would be to research podcasts that serve your aligned audience. Who are the people that are buying from you and who else are they listening to? Who else are they influenced by? Who else are they subscribed to? And how can you reach out to that person and provide a mutually beneficial situation where you can serve their audience and be on their podcast. Something else that I wanted to add to this that I had a thought about before uh, hitting record that I think could be really valuable as well is advertising on somebody else's podcast. I don't really see this within this industry. I listen to podcasts in the coaching industry, but I also listen to podcasts outside of the coaching industry. And something I've heard on a, a ton of podcasts outside of the coaching industry is people recommending other podcasts or people recommending other people, right? Like this episode is sponsored by so-and-so. This person is an author. This is their book, blah, 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 right? It is completely normal to sponsor other people's content and sponsor other people's podcasts. And so why not give that podcast host that you are working with, or again, a friend of yours, somebody who has an aligned audience, you can set up an arrangement where you can sponsor their show. And for the next month, I'm going to pay you and you're going to promote my offer, promote me, promote my podcast, whatever works best for you on your show, right? Have like a paid ad, mid-roll, pre-roll, whatever, right? 
And this can be really effective, again, because it's getting you in front of that person's audience. It's creating that awareness. And the right people will then find you from there. This reminded me a lot, actually, when I was thinking about this, of back in the day, I used to be a blogger. That's how I started my business back in like 2011. And I remember I would sell blog ad space on my blog, right? Like instead of using Google AdSense, which I never enjoyed because I hated Google, even though I was on Blogger, blah, blah, blah. Um, But what I liked doing was reaching out to other bloggers and selling ad space on my blog. So I had different packages and different prices and different spots where like on my sidebar, you could see the blogs that sponsored me. And what I loved about this was I got to promote my friends, promote other people that my audience would like, but they also paid me for it. So it was another like way of bringing in revenue to promote this other person. And this was a really cool way to grow other people's blogs because I had a bigger audience than they did. But same thing, like I paid for advertising on other blogs that had my audience and a bigger audience than I had. And so just kind of shifting that off of blogging and into the podcast world, sponsoring someone else's podcast, or hey, if you like this podcast, you should check out that podcast. Like that's a completely normal thing that happens in other industries or other podcast genres that I have not heard at all in the coaching industry. And I think that that's something that could be really beneficial and a unique way to position yourself on someone else's show. So that was number one, a little bit of a tangent, but I think that that's a really valuable place for anybody to go. If you're an expert at something, which of course you are, if you have a course, like you have the opportunity to position yourself on somebody's podcast, serve their audience and get in front of more people. It's really like the biggest no brainer one. Okay. Number two. So this one is similar to being on somebody's podcast, but doesn't involve a podcast. And that is doing a joint live stream or go live in someone's group. Again, people who have an audience want to serve that audience. And if you have a way to get your message in front of that audience, then people are looking for opportunities to do that. I have done joint live streams with people who've just invited me like, hey, I would love to talk to you about this for my audience. Would you be interested? Absolutely, I would. And the cool thing about joint live streams is that it, especially on Instagram, it exposes your audience to their profile and their audience to your profile. And this is something that, again, is pretty underutilized, but can be very valuable in both serving both of your audiences and cross-pollinating your audiences. So they get to see you, you get to see them, etc. And especially if somebody has a very valuable fo- value focused group, going live in someone's Facebook group, especially if it's a big Facebook group, can be a huge way to get your face in front of other people and to get in front of your ideal clients. Plus it gives you an opportunity to hone your skills speaking in front of a group of people, if that's something that you haven't done a ton of yet. So finding groups who have your ideal client in them, see if they have a procedure for doing this already. Some may. Or if they don't, reach out to the the group owner or the admin and say, hey, I have this training that I think would be really valuable for this group. And I was wondering if I would be able to go live and share this information with this group. And I think that that's a really valuable way of getting in front of your ideal clients. Again, it's just like podcasting, serving people in a way to grow your audience and get in front of people. 
So that's number two. It's very similar to podcasting, but without the podcast part. Number three is doing a partner launch. Now, I don't know about you, but I have a ton of friends in this industry. And if you're at all like me, which I'm fairly introverted. So the fact that I have friends in this industry is, I mean, not shocking. I I know how to make friends, guys. But like I... So if you have any more social skills than I do, you probably also have friends in this industry and they probably do things that are adjacent or different than what you do, right? And so by partnering up with your friends and cross-pollinating and serving each other's audiences, you have an opportunity to get in front of your ideal clients without having to do the heavy lifting. So partner launches are a really great opportunity to do this. A great example of this is my friend, Joey Vitali, who is a trademark lawyer. And it's actually been like a year and a half since I did this launch with him, but he has a program all about how to register your trademark and why that's important and all the things. And so what I did was I launched his program to my audience. I had not taken his program at that time. We did it together, but I did have his law firm get my trademark. So I had experience with him in that ex- in that process. And I trusted that he would take care of my audience. So what we did is we did a webinar together. He presented his webinar to my audience and I was there. I was on screen and I provided that third-party social proof with my audience. And then my audience bought his program and I received a commission based on that. This is such a powerful way to get your program in front of other people, to leverage other people's audiences, and to build relationships in this industry. Again, I can almost guarantee you that you have friends in this industry and that they have audiences that would want your program. And so just getting yourself out there, reaching out to people and offering this is a really great way to grow your audience and to serve more clients. I've also seen this work really well in my agency clients. My recent agency client was actually a, she had a program for postpartum or for pregnancy fitness and like pelvic floor support. And she had a friend who happened to be a high-level influencer who wanted to launch her program to her audience. So her meaning my client, her meaning the influencer, right? And so the influencer leveraged her large audience to present my client's program to them. And she made a ton of sales because she had that third-party support, that third-party proof that, hey, this person's legit, you should buy this. And so it can work no matter what. If you have somebody that you're connected with who has an audience that has the problem that you solve, reach out to them, see how you can provide them value. And as somebody on the other side of this, I loved launching with Joey because I made money without having to deliver anything. It's so nice to have that affiliate income come in. And I've done this with other people too, right? I've affiliate launched for Brandon Lucero. I've affiliate launched for James Wedmore. I've affiliate launched for Joey Vitale. And all of that brings in money that I don't have to deliver on. I don't have to do anything to make that money. I just had to give my audience to that person. And ultimately, it served my audience to be connected with that person. So I really, really, really believe this is a win-win-win. And so few people are really leveraging this. And there really is an opportunity to grow your audience, but also grow your business, serve your audience, serve their audience, all these things with a partner launch. Now, if you're wondering, okay, but who the heck do I do this with? Obviously your friends, right? Reach out to the people that you are already friends with who already trust you. But 
if you're going live with somebody or on their podcast, they could be a really great opportunity to partner launch with them, right? If they believe that your audience would find value or if their audience would find value in your conversation, maybe it also stands to reason that their audience would find value in your program and in your offer. And so just having the balls to ask like, hey, this is something that I do. I have this program that solves this problem that you've already indicated your audience has. Would you be interested in partner launching this with me? And what this looks like is I'll do the webinar, you'll do it with me, and we'll launch it to your audience exclusively. And you can provide bonuses or whatever works for you. And I will give you a percentage of the sales. And most people will say, heck yes, because I'm going to make money without having to do anything. We already have so much on our plates. If we can find ways to bring in revenue without having to create another course or deliver another program or do more coaching, there people are really often open to that opportunity. So I would encourage you to reach out to those people as well. So you have your friends, but you also have the people that you're reaching out to for podcast guest opportunities or joint live streams. So that is number three. Number four way to get more visible with your dream clients is to offer up doing guest trainings in other people's programs. Like I said, other people or who have your audience have audiences that they want to serve. And oftentimes in their paid communities, their paid programs, they want to serve those people too. I don't know anybody who's like, you know what my audience wouldn't benefit from? A masterclass on something that's tangential to what I teach, right? And so by offering this as a service, you can serve your peers, their audiences inside their programs. I have been in many programs where somebody has come in and done a masterclass. I have done a masterclass for other people's programs. And this is such a valuable opportunity to get your message out there, provide value to their audience, and also grow your audience. I was just thinking, I think every single time that I have done a guest training in someone else's program, I have gotten clients from it. Not because that was my intention, but because I was positioned as an expert, I showed my expertise, the client had a problem that I was able to solve, and they trusted me to solve it. And so it's that third-party validation that all of these speak to, honestly. All of these six tips have to do with getting more third-party validation, but giving guest trainings in other people's programs is only going to get you in front of more ideal clients. And the really cool thing about that too is that you're getting in front of people who have proven that they will buy. You are getting in front of buyers because they bought your friend's program, right? They clearly are willing to pay to solve the problem that you are helping them solve. So that's a better opportunity to do this. I have seen some mixed thoughts on whether or not you should or you should charge for these guest trainings. I do think that your IP, your intellectual property is worthy of money. However, if there is an opportunity for people to work with you, I think that that may be an opportunity to do the training for free, right? For like, hey, I would love to provide this value to your audience in exchange. I like, I will be presenting a way for them to get on my list, right? Maybe not presenting your offer, but having like a freebie or a download in which they give you their email, or maybe they your friend shares their clients' emails and register them for this training or whatever, right? There's a way to get value in the long run rather than just getting paid in the short run. And here's where 
here's where that math makes sense to me. Either you could pay me, so-and-so could pay me $500 to do a training. This is imaginary numbers. I have no idea what I would charge for this, but I don't charge in general, but that's because of this process. Um, So you could pay me $500 to give this training, but I don't have any way of collecting your information. So I make $500, but I don't really grow my audience immediately. Maybe they come find me on Instagram, but like I don't grow my audience immediately or you don't pay me and I do have a way to grow my audience. And then three of those people buy my $1,000 program. I just mean three grand versus 500, right? So there is a long-term gain of offering your services up for free. Um, Another way that I've done this is a friend of mine did um, like had a masterclass for her course, but then she also offered the masterclass to her audience for a for a fee. And I made a percentage of the fee that people paid. So the people who were in the course, I didn't get paid to be in front of, but the people who paid for the workshop, I was paid to get in front of. So that's another way that this has been done. But there, there's a million different ways to do this. You guys, there's a million different ways to get paid. There's a million different ways to make money. I think just getting creative and getting outside of the box and how can this be a win, win, win for everybody, a win for me, a win for the other course creator and a win for everybody's audience is how you're going to do this in the best, most aligned way possible. So that was number four, guest trainings and other people's courses. Number five is summits. I have never run a summit. I have spoken at a few summits and I think that they're a really amazing opportunity that is exactly designed for this purpose, right? Giving value within the course of a summit is a really great way to grow your audience. And that's kind of the whole point of them, right? To get a bunch of experts together, kind of pool your audience and invite your audience to this opportunity and then serve those people, give value to those people and then expand your audience, get in front of new people. So there's a few different ways that you can do this. One is find somebody who's hosting a summit and build a relationship with them or somebody who has regular summits and build relationships with them. I've also been on a summit from being in a Facebook group. Somebody had posted like, hey, I'm looking for speakers for my upcoming summit. If you'd want to apply, click here. I've applied and I was chosen in that way. Um, I have a friend who hosts summits and I'm going to be speaking in her summit later this year. And so like there's different ways to do this as far as like being a speaker in a summit. Another way that you can do it is host a summit. I don't know the first thing about how to do that, but I do know that there's somebody who has like a summit in a box offer that will teach you how to host a summit. So I recommend Google summit in a box. I know that's what it's called, but I don't know her name. Um, And you can learn how to host summits to kind of be in charge and grow, like gather other leaders that you want for your ideal client or that have your ideal client, but also can serve your clients and your audience and put a summit together yourself. Like what a fun way to network with other people, serve your audience and other people's audiences and kind of take charge in that way. So there's so many different ways to get in front of other people with summits and just being creative putting it out into the universe that you want to be a speaker at summits and perfecting your speech, perfecting like your unique proposition and putting yourself out there some more. And lastly, number six, which is kind of like a summit on crack is speaking on stage. We are getting back in person. People are having live events. If you're more in the corporate world or you serve a more corporate audience, like the client that I had this initial conversation with did getting 
And positioning yourself as a speaker on a stage is another really, really, really great way to get in front of your ideal clients. Not only do speakers have mad credibility, but it gives you such a great opportunity to share and serve and be positioned as an expert in public. People are always looking for speakers at live events, and you can apply to be a speaker at the live event. And so again, putting this intention out there, researching what events are there in your industry and how can you apply to be a speaker? That is how you are going to get in front of those people is just putting that legwork out there and saying like, okay, I wanna speak on two stages this year. What live events are there coming up in my industry that I can serve with? What is my core message and my signature speech that I'm gonna give which should be, I mean, honestly, fairly similar to every single thing else we've talked about, right? What you talk about on podcasts, what you talk about on live stream, the content of your partner launch, the guest training that you're giving, your summit content, like all of those should basically be the same thing as speaking on a stage. It's just your signature speech, your signature message that you're putting out there in these different mediums. And then researching and applying and getting in front of people. Another way that you can do this that I also have no idea of the process of, though I'm pretty sure there's an application, is like a TED Talk or getting in front of people's audiences in that way. So that is the last one, is speaking on a stage. So I'm going to recap because there was a lot in here, but here are six new ways to get more visible with your dream clients. So number one was being a guest on other people's podcasts. Number two was doing joint live streams or going live in somebody's Facebook group. Number three is doing a partner launch. Number four is doing guest trainings and other people's courses. Number five was being a speaker at a summit or hosting your own summit. And number six was speaking on stage. So this episode was juicy. I am sorry if you had to stop and go get a piece of paper. Sorry, not sorry. I hope you took some notes. I hope that this gave you some ideas and now you have the beginnings of a visibility plan in mind moving into the rest of the year. Obviously, a lot of these things can be done quickly and you can see a quick return on that time investment, but some of them take more time to kind of build up and prepare for. And so really looking at all of your options, picking one that you can start to do now And then start to make a plan of how you're going to implement that. Start researching podcasts, start researching people with Facebook groups, start building your signature speech, make sure that it filters directly into your funnel and start kind of cultivating this into a plan to increase your visibility over the next six months. You do not have to pay for Facebook ads to get in front of new people. You do not have to do Instagram reels to get in front of new people. There are so many ways to get in front of the right people without having to do any of that nonsense. So I hope, I mean, nonsense is good, right? I like the nonsense. I'm doing the nonsense, but I like thinking outside of the box. I don't like being a slave to the Instagram or to the, I don't like being like beholden to the algorithm is what I mean. So With that, I hope that you found today's episode helpful, powerful. If you did, let me know on Instagram at just.oconnell underscore. And I will see you in my next episode. 